I'm James. And I'm Andy. And we host the Broadway Boys Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Every Monday we talk New York Rangers, news from around the league, and all aspects of the hockey lifestyle. It's all power play goal! It's never been a better time to be a Rangers fan, so tune in and join us as we break down games, prospects, rumors, and more as we follow the Blue Shirts on their quest towards the Stanley Cup. Our takes are all our own. And not always legally binding. But you're not going to want to miss all the guests, rants, speculation, and the occasional overreaction. He goes to the net. He scores! He scores! The Rangers win! Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Broadway Boys Pod, and catch new episodes every Monday morning on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more. And this one will last a lifetime! So what are you waiting for? Subscribe, follow, and listen to the Broadway Boys Podcast today. And be sure to check out all the exciting content on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser, and I'm joined by my co-host, Producer T. How the hell are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Not too bad. Kyle couldn't make it this week, unfortunately. Uh, I think the old lady's got him mowing the lawn or something. I know. It's something like that. He said he said he got into something that he can't leave, so I don't know. Well, use your imagination. <laughs> and it's scorching sun down there, too. We got, yeah. the, we got the rain here right now. so Raining here in uh, beautiful Ladysmith, Lady British Columbia First and high. at uh, the Hockey Podcast Network studio. Yeah, oh, folks, it, it, check out the live stream because this studio is legit. Oh, that's that's where it's it, at. it's legit. It's uh, you'll be able to tell the video quality is going up now. Yeah, we got some studio lights. We got an in-house producer here, Isha Jerome. Say what's up. What's up? And uh, we're really rolling. We're really rolling. And uh, for everybody listening on the podcast, yeah. that was Isha Jerome <laughs> of the Soda Pod covering the Minnesota Wild on the Hockey Podcast Network. But uh, big shout out to everybody that's joining us on Twitter Live. We love it. Big shout out to everybody that gave us a question on Twitter. Yep. We uh, threw out the bat signal and they really answered this week. Um, and also, we have our phone lines open. Like this is this is a there's a lot going on this episode. Yep. So uh, lots make, of potential. Lo- lots of potential. Uh, so make sure you give us a call at six six nine two zero one nine five four five. We will take all calls. Every single one. Every single one. And I know some guys will probably want to jump on, so hopefully we get uh, get a call or two. But if we don't, like we said, lots of Twitter questions. Definitely. So we'll be ready to roll. Um, let's give a shout-out to our Twitter handles. You can find myself at D-Y-L underscore T-H-P-N. You can find the show at Stick Hungry Pod. You can also follow the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. And Producer T? You can find myself at Producer underscore T-E-E. And you can find Kyle McLaren at yes. McLaren underscore K. It's sad that I know his Twitter handle better than yep. he does. Um, but we've been doing pretty good lately, though. We have. So. We're on a streak. We're we, on a streak. We really are. So let's let's just get right into it. Let's, yeah. let's dive in. We have a little bit of San Jose Sharks news. Joel Kelman re-signed a two-year contract worth 875000 per season. The first year in that contract, he's guaranteed $300,000 if he gets sent down to the AHL. Okay. So if if he gets sent down, he's still making three hundred dollars you're, you're living pretty big in the A at $300,000. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, and I mean, it's, I think you're it's gonna a be buying some dinners. Nice safe signing for the Sharks. You know, I don't think they'll be scared to send him down either. Let's say. Well, so, and, and like for the Sharks right now, those are the kind of signings you need because yeah. we can't be paying a third, fourth line guy over two million, over no. three million. So at under a million dollars right now, hey, I'm happy with that. First year in the NHL. Uh, for Joel Kelman, he did all right. I mean, he didn't put up offensive numbers, but he's a good grinder to have on on the squad, I think. And with that price as well, there's not too much pressure on him. So if he does, you know, come out of his shell in the next couple of years and does well, that's a, that's a really good signing right there, right? No, exactly. So uh, there you go, Joel Kelman on for uh, <laughs> another season. We're just reading off our uh, Twitter live comments, and and Steve is just going ham right now. Yes. Um. You know, we were talking about our new studio on High Street and Lady Smith. He thought it was in Oakland, uh. But now he's saying uh, the link up is in Surrey. So uh, there you go. There's not many reasons to go to Surrey though, no, Steve. No. If, if you want to get in some trouble, Steve, <laughs> go uh, visit Surrey. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know where he's going with that. I'm surprised <laughs> he even knows about Surrey, to be quite honest with you. Uh, so I and this story, you know, we have to talk about. We have to bring it up. The Logan Couture sucker punch story. Yeah. So Logan Couture tweeted out the other day that he essentially got sucker punched uh, for voicing his political views in a bar in Toronto. And uh, a shitstorm ensued after that tweet. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of weird the way he did come out and tweet about it. Because, but yeah, it, it it was it was all kind of out of nowhere. I, I mean, it, all of a sudden, Logan Couture, who, who isn't really that vocal in the media so much, uh, is trending on Twitter. So it was he's the last guy I expected to see trending on Twitter. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh man, this has to be good. Yeah, for sure. I mean. I, I don't think there's any excuse for punching, you know, sucker punching someone for the no. political views, but I mean, like yeah. at the end of the day, like, sh- like I don't, and I know a lot of people were pretty angry with Logan Couture. A lot of San Jose Sharks fans were angry with Logan Couture because he expressed, you know, uh, his. Well, I guess he he backtracked on this, but he said he liked Donald Trump and he would vote for him if he had the chance. By the way, he is Canadian, so he's yeah. not going to vote anyways. But, you know, at the end of the day, even if you disagree with his political views, I mean, to get punched in the face for that, yeah, I mean, is a little extreme. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for everybody calling for him to have the C stripped from his jersey, I mean, give your head a shake, I guess. Like, just because his politics don't align with yours exactly doesn't mean he can't be a captain of an NHL team. No, the only way that I see that happening is when, when the Sharks come back together and if, if it has affected the locker room, which, I mean, with with uh, the political climate we're in right now and, and, you know, we have Evander Kane in in that locker room as well and he's very vocal as part of the hockey diversity team. So the, I, I, that's the only way I could see it becoming an issue yeah. is if it does translate into the locker room. But hopefully... Hopefully it doesn't, because I don't think Couture had any ill intention when he was posting that or anything, right? But it's just it's just the the society that we're in right now. And I think if they do take the C away from Logan Couture, I don't think this will have much to do with it, to be quite honest. Because there are those before this whole incident happened that were saying, I don't know if Logan Couture should be the captain of this San Jose Sharks team. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I think that's a, that's a great point. But here, um, here's the big question, though. Do we have a captain on the San Jose Sharks team right now? Like, do we even have that guy that can step in and wear the C if we take it off Logan Couture? I think the the only leader that I would see maybe out there is perhaps a Brent Burns, but I don't know if he really has the the maybe the nastiness side to him. I don't know yeah. if, if that makes sense. And I'd honestly, Kane as well. Kane, he's always got like the passion 
and yeah, he seems Kane's to... got the passion. You know, he's done great things with the Diversity Alliance. But, you know, you look back at his Winnipeg days, there there always seem to be issues around yeah. Evander Kane. Um, you know, nothing against his play on the ice, but just... I don't know, and maybe it was because of Winnipeg, and there is, there is, it was pretty, it was a sour relationship between the two, it seemed. Uh, but I, I don't know if I would make Evander Kane the captain. No, I really uh, don't. And so I, that's the thing. I don't know if they would have anyone that could step into Couture's role there. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see whether they do do anything with that. It'll yeah, be and, a big and, statement. And if you have an idea for a captain, give yeah. us a call. Give there us a call. At 669-201-9545. Steve, that's a California number. Don't you worry. <laughs> I know you want to call in on this one. Uh, so make sure you give us a call. Brought to you by Open Phone. Our producer here is shaking his head. Um, wh- wh- why are you shaking your head, producer? Oh, no, he's, he's saying nothing. He's putting <laughs> the hands up. Uh, but by the way, make sure you... Our producer today is Isha Jerome. Make yes. sure you check out the Soda Pod. He will be going live uh, after us, actually. So you can get like, you know, two and a half hours of hockey content. And then watch playoffs. And then watch the playoffs. Boom. I mean, what what a world we live in. What oh, a world we, we live in. We just got called out by Steve for, oh, uh, apparently we? it's not Joel Kelman, it's Shellman on Twitter. He's just giving us... Oh, okay, okay. Um, Joel Shellman. Well, yeah, Steve, that, that's why we need you to call him. That's why, <laughs> that's why we have you around, bud. You, uh... You know what? I knew that too. Did I knew you? that. I just I, I butcher every name. I don't even care anymore. It's, no, it's I, a sad. <laughs> <coughs> no, I like I. At least I, he's on. Like, yeah, no, I, like I knew it was Shelman because I mean I've watched games this year, but uh, it's been so long since we've actually heard these guys' names be called out. So I saw it with has a K. Yeah, you know, I just, I just went with it. I just went with it. Sorry, I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, you know what? I want to. I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, Manscaped. You can use the promo code THPN uh, for 20% off your next purchase and free shipping. I'm still waiting for my Manscaped yeah, box. Uh, I'm looking forward to mine. It's, uh, it's a disaster down there. So Manscaped, <laughs> I'm hoping you can come save the day. <laughs> so, uh, let's... Ladies, call in the, on the hotline. Call... <laughs> uh, it's like the 70s around here. Um, yeah, so let's let's get out of the bush talk and move into... Uh, Moving to some Twitter questions, and this is really going to be the bulk of the episode. Everybody really jumped in. Um, you know, we have a bunch of really great questions on here. Hot takes, even. They don't have to be questions. Hot takes. And we're going to start off with a hot take from at Solomon Strader. Man, this guy's been around since the start yep. of the Stick Hungry podcast. Day one fan, right? This there. guy's a diehard fan. We love it. He's been on the show twice, I think, maybe yep. three times. I think three times, even, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's called. He's left texts on the open phone line. This guy's amazing. Uh, his hot take is. Pete DeBoer shouldn't have been fired. Now, yeah. I'm going to say, Solomon, that that's a good take. I don't know if it's a hot take yeah. because I've heard that from a lot of people in this market that weren't too happy with Pete DeBoer moving on from the San Jose Sharks. And you know what? Look at him in Vegas right now. They're looking pretty good against the Vancouver Canucks. I have a feeling they're going to take that and go into the Western Conference Finals. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I think that the, he's doing a great job in Vegas. Do I think that if we'd have kept DeBoer, our season would have been better? No. I I, I honestly, and I also don't think that Vegas is a bad team that I I think any decent coach could have gone in there and gotten them playing well. Not, I mean, DeBoer is a great coach, but I don't think that he would have been the catalyst 
force the Sharks to be able to make the playoffs. And I don't think he's necessarily the catalyst in Vegas making uh, allowing that team into the playoffs. You know what I mean? No, I'll agree with that. And I think they're going to keep Bob Bugner around for another season. Yeah. Um, you know, just for the sake that he hasn't really had a shot. I mean, he took this team over when they were in the dumps. Yeah. And then we had a bunch of injuries. And now COVID hit. So, like, you might as well start the season with them. Unless there's someone really on your radar and you're waiting for them to get fired from their team once the offseason happens. Unless there's someone like that, I'd say you stick with uh, Bob Bugner. No, um, yeah. It's kind of funny. Someone brought up uh, Gerard Gallant. He's he's not currently employed by an NHL team. The old switcheroonie. I, I don't mind him as a head coach. Like, put aside the fact that he was head coach for the Vegas Golden Knights, I honestly think he might be a good option for the San Jose Sharks, but I don't know if they're going to lean that way. Because if they were going to lean that way, I think they would have pulled the trigger already. Yeah, I, I I honestly agree. I think he could well, he could be a, gr- a great coach for the Sharks. Actually, I think he's got that grit about him that could maybe snap some of the you know those older guys who maybe didn't perform as well last year into the form that we know that they have. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't see Doug Wilson getting rid of Boomer for. for for a gallant, though, just just for the fan base decision. Yeah, uh, really. Nick Floor is actually chiming in uh, on Twitter Live. He's saying Peter Laviolette. Hey, I, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that either. No. To be quite honest with you, I mean that guy has a great track record in the NHL. You know, we're a bit of an older team, so it might work with uh, with old Laviolette there. And uh, Nick Floor is also saying, "Ooh, new pod setup. Yeah. Hell yeah, bud! Hockey Podcast Sweet, right? Network Studio. That's what I'm talking about." Uh, do you want to take the next one yep. from uh, the, our friends at the Europuck podcast, yeah. by the way, check out that podcast on the hockey podcast network, everything European hockey. And guys, if you want to know more about a San Jose Sharks prospect that's playing over in Europe, reach out to these guys. And like, honestly, reach out to these guys and they'll probably talk about it on their next podcast. Yep. And, you know, even get them on your, your podcast, right? Bring them on if you want to talk about some Oh, of exactly. No, great, <laughs> great additions to the network. Uh, they were hosting the Boston Bruins show yep. on the network. Uh, two Brits, though, they said they'd be better off covering things on that side of the pond, and we're super pumped. Anyways, go ahead with the question. So their question, which is at Europuck Podcast, what are your thoughts on the rumors of Jumbo Joe signing with HC Davo- da- Davos, Davos. Davos <laughs> for, the start of the, uh, <laughs> for the start of the upcoming 2021 NLA season? There's been images of him practicing with the team. So do you think he will return to San Jose? How would him leaving affect the Sharks roster next season? Okay, so Joe Thornton, he has previously played for HC Davos uh, during the lockout and during the shortened season, which was a half lockout. So he's played two seasons with them. Uh, I don't know if he goes over every single summer, but he has gone over in the summer and and trained with the team and practiced with them before getting into uh, the NHL regular season. So that being said, do I think he's going to sign there? If I was going to put money on it, I'd say no. And I think lots of the rumors are coming out because he is over there practicing with them. And I think the guy's just trying to stay in shape. I mean, it's competitive hockey. He's trying to stay in shape, get ready for the next NHL season. That's ultimately where I think Joe Thornton's goal is, to play another season in the NHL. I don't know, Producer T, what what do you think about this one? No, I agree. I don't think that he's going to let that last COVID season be his... His last one, yeah, yeah, his swan song season, and, and then just go to sign, uh, you know, over in Europe. I, I really don't see him doing that. I, I agree. I think he's just trying to stay healthy, trying to stay fit. You know, that's just 
the way he, he is, right? He's probably is on vacation with his family, but he yeah. just literally just he's a machine. So he, he is. He I mean, really is. I, I I would be surprised if he signed for them. I wouldn't be surprised if he signed for a different NHL team, though. Yeah. And when when he kind of asked, how does that le- you know affect the Sharks roster? I mean, it's a big leadership loss, but I think we've all kind of realized that. Jumbo's, you got to turn the page at some point. I hate to say it. And his role isn't to try to get a struggling team into the playoffs at that age, right? Yeah. He wants to go on to a team that that want you know that's going to be capable of winning, so you know, or at least have a chance of winning. And the, this Sharks team just isn't it. So I think it might be at this point better for both parties, you know, to to just kind of move on. Yeah, great, great question though. A great podcast. Go check out the Euro Puck podcast. The next question from at Slim Motherfucker. He's a bigger fella. I'm surprised um, you got away with that uh, Twitter handle. That's yeah, actually, mm-hmm. that yeah, that that is right? surprising. Can you yeah. put like swear words? I in didn't your think Twitter I didn't think so. Twitter but. handles, but this this guy got away with yeah. it. Yeah, it's the spelling because he did the mother. Yeah, fuck <laughs> up, you know, <laughs> uh, crack the code. So uh, he says maybe not so hot take. The Sharks don't make a splash this free agency and plan a tank next season without publicly saying so. Uh, so here's my opinion on that. I think for the San Jose Sharks to really tank next season and be in the bottom three again, I honestly think they would have to move a couple guys out because I think going into next year with this roster, I don't think they're quite bad enough to be in the bottom three, but I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs. They're in that spot in the middle, which is the worst spot to be in if you're trying to rebuild. I mean, getting picks number 8, 9, 10, sure, they're good. But the chance of that player being a, a dominant player in the league goes down drastically after number three. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, do they move some pieces, though? I think that will be the big telling of where Doug Wilson really sees his team. Because, I, I mean, if he starts moving a couple of the bigger pieces rather than trying to make, even if he doesn't make a splash in, in the FA and just kind of, you know, picks up a, a couple of pieces and we end up just in the middle, like you said, I don't know if that benefits us as a franchise, really. Yeah. So maybe he does just pull the plug. And, you know, I don't think he would do it without public, publicly saying so. I don't think that's one thing you can do. Really, I well, mean, teams it, have done it. You know, the New York Rangers sent out uh, a letter to their fans saying, "Listen, we're going through a rebuild. This is essentially what we're doing. We're bringing younger guys in. We're kind of turning the page." So teams have done it. I think it would be tougher here in San Jose to do it. No, no, I'm, but he, I'm saying that he. I think that if Doug Wilson did get rid of some pieces, yeah. I think he'd come out and say that we're we're tanking and we're building. I don't. Sure. Think, you know what I mean? I, I, but I agree that this fan base would not. Would not go go do well with that because it's just been such a successful franchise for so long. Let me put it this way: I think either way, if you decide, if Doug Wilson decides, okay, you know what, we're going to try and compete next year again, or if he decides, you know what, let's go to retool, rebuild, you have to make moves. Either yeah. either direction you go, exactly. I think you have to make some trades here if you're Doug Wilson. So, should be an entertaining offseason. Yeah. I really do expect Doug Wilson to make some big moves. Me too. One way or the other. One way or the other. Yeah. I don't know who he's going to move. I don't know what player are going to be involved but i think there's going to be some splashes uh from the san jose sharks yeah uh do you want to take the next one here yep i can do that at ryan mckinney 198 huge fan of the show by the way he, big fan every time we do these twitter questions he's in there so we uh, love it because you know it keeps it keeps the episodes flowing we'll, right we'll bring him on the podcast at some there point we go well. so he's asking ryan's asking hey guys was just wondering what you guys thought about the re-signing of shellman and do you think the sharks <laughs> sharks should bring back Oh, Jesus. Noson. Noson and LeBlanc. LeBanc. LeBanc. Jesus Christ. Do you cover the San Jose Sharks or <laughs> oh, what? Oh, dude, I or always get LeBanc wrong. Wild podcast with um, so, you know, we talked about uh, the Shellman signing at the start of the 
I mean, I don't know if Steve's just fucking with us. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you know, good, good signing, under a million dollars, uh, two years. I mean, there's there's no risk here. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's an NHL player. He can play in your fourth, third line. That's about it. I think he has a fairly low ceiling, uh, but a high basement in the, in the sense that he's going to be on the team. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Should we bring back? I, I think LeBanc is probably the biggest question here. Do we bring him back? You know, coming off that last contract he did last year for a million dollars, he was obviously hoping for a lot more out of himself. And same with the agent. I mean, I think they were hoping to come out of this season, put up another 50, 60 points, and get paid, you know, $5 million. Yeah. But is that going to happen now? I mean, I, I think they're going to be looking in the three range. I think that's pretty realistic for a player of his stature. Um, but it comes down to the money. I mean, do we have the space to bring in guys at that cap hit? And I think it's going to, he's going to be part of, you know, how we were saying that Doug Wilson's going to have to make some moves. I think, you know, whether re-signing and giving someone like that a, a, a big co- bigger contract is what she's going to look for yeah. rather than letting him go. I think that's going to say a lot in, in what direction he's taking this, this uh, rebuild or whether he's going to try and just fix it up. I don't know, but yeah, I... <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think that their game changes necessarily. You know, no. he didn't didn't have a great year last year. Le- LeBay could be. I mean, he's a great player. I yeah, mean, there's potential there. Yeah, I, but and you know what? And, and a lot of guys had a bad year last year. So maybe, hopefully, it was just a bump. But I don't think he's going to be able to ask for the money he wants. Yeah, I agree. which might be the issue. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll go with that. Um, Nick Floor is actually chiming in again. He says the further along that Tampa Bay goes in the playoffs the higher chance that that pick gets traded. So the pick that we acquired in the uh, Barkley Goudreau trade, which is yeah. Tampa Bay's first round pick. And I'll agree with that. I mean, if the pick goes down to like 29th or 30th, I mean, you might as well look at trading. It's still a first round pick. Yeah. But if you could trade that and maybe somewhere along the line, pick up a, a second round pick or a third, you're almost in the same position. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll agree with you, Nick Flora. By the way, another huge fan of the show. Nick yep. Floor is an absolute He's beauty. been on a few times, too. He has. Um, let's move on to the next question at... Okay, is it Changot? Is that how that's you say how it? I would, yeah, That's at, how I would read it. At Changot97. My track record is not to be followed, though. <laughs> I, I guess I should be asking <laughs> yeah. you. Um, he wants to know, have you guys heard the rumors about Evgeny Malkin coming to the San Jose Sharks or to push to sign Taylor Hall. I'll be honest, I haven't heard any rumors no. about Evgeny Malkin coming here. Nor Hall. Th- that would be uh that would be a huge trade. It would be a tough one to facilitate uh for either side. I mean, you gotta imagine if a Malkin was coming over here, going the other way it would be a Brent Burns, maybe an Eric Carlson, something along those lines. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're trading us Evgeny Malkin, you're obviously looking for something else. You're, you're not going to accept a couple forwards going your way from us. No. Because you might as well keep Evgeny Malkin at that point. Yeah, no. I I've, I haven't heard that one personally. I think, like you said, it would be pretty great. But I don't see San Jose needing that kind of piece, really. It's not... That's not what... We're not just missing one forward talisman, you know? And what, yeah. like you're saying, what we would lose on probably on the back end on you know in the defense because that's where we've got such good players right now really you know but we're we didn't have a great defense so if we're weakening the defense even further i it's just it's going to be harming us more than anything i will say though evgeny melkin like we are missing a top center yes and that's exactly what evgeny melkin is so we never play pavelski right so ideally sure it would be great but realistically i just don't 
I don't I don't see that happening at the end of the day. And signing Taylor Hall, I mean, I think it's a lot of the same. I think there's more appetizing spots for Taylor Hall to go right now at this point of his career, uh, money-wise, and just for the chance to win. I mean, he's not old, but he's not getting any younger at this point. No. He want a chance to win the Stanley Cup. So I think he's going to look at... Uh, a more competitive team at this point for a four or five year contract. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that one as well. And and I, again, if I just don't see Doug Wilson trying to pull off these moves, like I don't think no. that's what the moves that he's trying to make. I don't think it's going to be the moves that would necessarily ben- be beneficial to the Sharks. I mean, Taylor Hall went to to the Coyotes and he was supposed to, you know, because they made some moves. They brought in. Um, you know Phil Kessel, Phil Kessel, yeah. and he, they were—he was supposed to turn that that franchise around a bit, and he did to a certain degree, but he didn't really blow anyone away, and I feel like he would almost—it almost be too much for him to have to come into San Jose and try to pick up that slack and get us to a point where we're in the playoffs. And I, I don't think he's that kind of player. I think again, he needs to be like you said on a more successful side, like already established. Yeah, like 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 we said, like don't get us wrong here; those would be great additions yeah. to the team. Whether or not they're realistic, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I really don't. But uh, if I was going to put money on it, I don't think I'd, I'd go there. Uh, I saved the the biggest question for last. This one's really going really gonna to be a spirited debate here. <laughs> so uh, this is from at Dave Aikman, who's actually one of the co-hosts of uh, the Vegas Golden Knights podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. He wants to know, and I'm hoping some people chime in here, Pancakes or waffles? Cool. Pancakes or waffles? The million-dollar question. I had pancakes this morning, so I'm going to say pancakes personally. So, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Pancakes are easy to make. And, 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 okay, let's – okay, just to start out this conversation, we're throwing frozen waffles out the window. Oh, yeah, no, bullshit. We won't even consider that in the conversation. No ego on this Lego. Lego, my (laughs) ego. So, you know, to make a pancake – it's pretty easy. You just need the mix. Some of it, you just need water. You mix it, you throw it in the pan, you yep. cook her up. Well, Aunt Boom. Jemima's on the top. Uh, waffles, though, you need, a, you need a whole waffle cooker, a whole setup. It's a little more work. So I'd say on a casual day, you know, go for the pancakes. Yeah. Go for the pancakes. I agree. If it's something special... You know, maybe whip out the waffles. Spl- splurge on a waffle iron, splurge, I guess. <laughs> splurge on a... I actually have one at my house. They're there you go. Good. But here's the, here's the thing, though. They're big waffles... But you can only make one at a time. Yeah. That's... See? And no one wants cold waffles no waiting. No one wants cold waffles. Uh, actually, you know what? I think uh, Nick Floor <laughs> Nick Floor is jumping in on this conversation. He says, waffles require a certain finesse. And yeah, they true. do. Yep. And yeah. it's really true. It really is. They do. Um, you know, on the machine I have, it's pretty easy, though, actually. You, you, you put, pour you, it in. You pour it in, you flip it, and it beeps, and you flip it again, it beeps, and then you open it. I Good like those. Go. I always do like those when they have them at, like, you know, uh, hotels, and they've got that cheap, you know, included breakfast. Yeah, oh, yeah, but the, then they, the continental the breakfast. The continental, but then they pop out a waffle iron, and it just, like, all of a sudden, it's just a game changer. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like, all of a sudden, it's a primo breakfast. Uh, I, I, actually, I'm going to agree with Nick Floor again here. Uh, he's commenting on Twitter Live for all those listening uh, to the podcast version of this. He says crepes are better than both pancakes and waffles, 100%. Yep. yep. Um, you know, but, but you mentioned finesse. I mean, making a crepe, there's finesse there. There really is. Um, actually, Bar Down Breakdown podcast, another great podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. All joining in. Oh, they're all jumping in. If you're a fan of music and you're a fan of hockey, 
Go check out this podcast. That's all I'm going to say. Great, great show on the network. We love having these guys aboard. He says, Bar Down Breakdown says, I'm the boss of making waffles in the hotel lobby. There you I go, producer it. I T. I feel it. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's the boss of it. He, he can do it up. Uh, I'm just looking at uh, our producer here. That's why I, I got a little mumbled there. You actually had a oh. question. I said the, the pancakes or waffles question was the last one, but you actually told me you had a more personal question uh, for producer T, uh, <laughs> here to end off the Stick Hungry podcast. So uh, you gonna you gonna come over? Or you just gonna you <laughs> stare at your phone there? Oh, oh pa- passing over the microphone. Here we go. Look, I I actually did write this one on Twitter. Okay. Um, but I figured since I'm sitting here, I might as well just just read it verbatim. Can't wait. Um, this one's for producer T, at producer underscore T E E. <clears throat> is a is an ounce of much mushrooms too much for two people to handle in one go? And uh, please speak from experience if you have any. <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> me, me and the old lady had a, a good night last night, and we we ate a lot of mushrooms. Um, we did have I I I did have roughly like half ounce, and she had like that's ridiculous. A quarter, like, and then was it too much? Well, I was taking. I took like a, throughout. It wasn't too much. It, it was. It was. It was fine. I mean, it was fun. Well, I go, mean, this guy takes an eighth and he calls it microdose. <laughs> <laughs> in one go, would that be too much? I mean, I, I suspect so. <laughs> I mean, I started it with a tea, and then I, which was fine. But then I ate the mushrooms at the bottom of the tea, and it was all squidgy, which was nasty. And then, I, then we were. Then I was just eating them dry. And, yeah. <laughs> It was oh, there fun, we though. go. That's a that's a great way to end all this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, big shout out to uh, Isha Jerome here, our, our in studio producer. Um, Nick Flores is saying Thomas Shrewman up with uh, with the crying laughing emoji. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, you know, big shout out to everybody that joined us on the live stream of this podcast. We're looking pretty good in this new studio, I will say. Uh, you know, we're moving up in the world here. Um, and thanks to everybody listening to the podcast. Uh, Nick Flores says, "Hope you enjoyed the trip, brother." Um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> where did you go? Oh, was the moon or Mars? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Smoke show, baby. Um, I'll give one last shout out. Actually, Cool Hockey. Go to CoolHockey.com. Use the promo code THPN, and you will receive. Is it thirty percent right now, uh, producer Isha? I think 40 Yeah, about 40%. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jump on get, it. Get on that. I think I might actually go on coolhockey.com right after this and use the promo code THPN for a great deal. That is a great deal. 40%. Boom. There you go. Get a Logan Couture jersey. Get, I'm sure they're on sale. Get a Logan <laughs> Couture jersey and rip off the C if you really feel like it. Um, yeah, big shout out to everybody listening to the podcast as well. Uh, big shout out to the Hockey Podcast Network and the Hockey Podcast Network Studio, uh, which is where we're recording this podcast. Uh Next week, Kyle should be back. Hopefully, he's done mowing the lawn by next week. <laughs> I, I know things go a little slower there in California, but uh, I'm thinking he'll be back next week. You can follow him on Twitter at McLaren underscore K. You can follow myself at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod, and you can follow Producer T at Producer underscore TEE. And make sure you follow the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet, and our in-studio producer, Isha Dromi. You can follow him at VI Sports Talk or at the Soda Pod on Twitter. Almost at a thousand, baby. Almost at a thousand. He's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be quite the feat. We're going to have a party when that guy hits a thousand. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> that was not a shot. Um, all right, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next week. See you next week. <laughs>